Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. secret to the perfect chocolate chip cookie. It's okay. It's just us. Don't worry about it. You can share your tip with us. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Bradley, why are we asking people about their chocolate chip cookies? Yeah, I want to know who deviates, and if so, how, from the Toll House recipe on the back of the Toll House chips, the Nestle chips. Because I saw this article um, about Doubletree, like many corporate uh, entities in this moment, revealing like their secret sauce. Yep. And the secret sauce for Doubletree, of course, are those warm, beautiful, oh, warm chunk, yeah. chunk, chunkus. <laughs> and uh, yes. I mean, who just doesn't want to walk into a hotel and eat some warm cookies? I don't know why every hotel doesn't do that. Right? Give me your cookies. 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 Um, and I, I was reading through their thing and, and then I was like, okay, what? Weird. Like they, first of all, their oatmeal chocolate chip walnut cookies. They're not really chocolate chip yeah, cookies. Yeah, that doesn't count. Also, they put, um, they put lemon juice? No. Nope. No. But it's only a quarter teaspoon? What's the point? What is a quarter teaspoon of lemon juice going to do for you? Nothing. But anyway, it got me to thinking, you know, everybody sort of has their thing. And I thought, like, if you deviate from the Toll House recipe, I need to understand why. And is it really necessary? Because as far as I'm concerned, that Toll House recipe is perfect. Agreed. You don't need to change it. Um, You don't need to get fancy. It's just an amazingly good chocolate chip cookie recipe, and now I want chocolate chip cookies. 651-641-1071. Do you ever deviate from that Nestle Toll House recipe? If so, what do you do? And also, why? Yeah, justify it. Why? <laughs> I didn't mean to be so antagonistic, but no, we're but curious. I'm with you. Like, I was always told there is no other recipe. Yeah. If you see another recipe, shield your eyes. It is no good. Because the one that's on the back of the package is seriously has never failed me, never once, ever. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Do you deviate from that recipe, and what is it that you do? Kathleen is on the line. Hello, Kathleen. Hi. What are you trying to do to those cookies? Well, one, I always use real butter. Well, yeah. Secondly, yeah. real vanilla. Oh. And okay. thirdly, because I do not like the really hard, crunchy cookies. Yes. I figured out if you deduct two tablespoons of flour from the from the package, it makes them a, a softer, chewier cookie. 
Oh, okay. The flowers to deduct that off the amount. That All right. The Ghirardelli chips because those are better. Okay, this is what I needed from you, Kathleen. Thank you. Because I like a softer cookie as well. And I've been trying to figure out what I'm doing. Not wrong, but how do I make them yeah. softer? Two tablespoons. Two, two tablespoons less of flour. Just two tablespoons. Just put it I in will there say, and take you know, the, the Brits, having watched a lot of their cooking shows, seem to love hard ass cookies. And I'm just like, <laughs> who wants a hard cookie? Not it. I don't want it to crumble. I no. want it to just sort of like moistly. Yeah, I want a nice chewy, yes. like chewy, like oh. crisp at the ends, yes. but then when you get towards that middle, it's just gooey. gooey. Yes. Uh, let's go to Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Courtney, what are you, Courtney, what are you doing to the chocolate chip cookies? Uh, for me, it's adding a quarter cup of flour. Oh, what does that do? a tablespoon of water. I find that if I use the regular Toll House recipe, my cookies turn into CDs. Oh, so they like the they spread too flour. much. Yeah. Okay. And and then so more flour keeps them from getting real round. Well, it keeps them from flattening out. Okay. Got it. Got it. They and then yeah. are they crispy or are they chewy? They're chewy. Oh, because you got that water in there. Yep. Yes. Okay. Love Thank it. you very much. Mm. Should have put. Chocolate chips on my grocery list this week. Oh, I got a Costco bag of those. I can make cookies for days. Cookies. Also, I never, ever in my life, ever mm-hmm. measure how many chocolate chips I put in there. Oh. I eyeball that. I you don't tell me. Do not <laughs> No. You don't you don't get to wow. tell me how many chocolate okay. chips are appropriate for my cookies. All right. I will eyeball it. Okay, Jen, not Jenny. Let's not go to her first. Let's go to Patty first. She's been waiting longer. Hello, Patty. <laughs> oh, you guys cracked me up. Patty, what are you trying to do to those cookies? Oh, I have perfected oh. the soft, chewy, yummy okay. cookie. Okay. okay. Do tell. Number one, get yep. a pencil out, kids. Oh, okay. okay. I'm yeah. writing it down. Use an insulated cookie sheet. Oh, yeah. Number one, because yeah. you don't want that burn bottom. Correct. <laughs> No crunchy. No. Um, parchment paper. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because then the grease don't don't burn on you. Yep. Right. When you take them off the cookie sheet, or excuse me, back up, take the cookie sheet out of the oven, you're going to go 375. Oh. For, so hotter for a shorter time. 375 okay. for about 10 minutes. Okay. Take the cookie sheet out. Remember, it's insulated. Yep. Set it on your cooling rack and let it continue to cook on the sheet. Oh. For about two to three minutes. Okay. Then cookies onto tin foil. Do not put them on paper or paper bag because that sucks all the moisture yes. out of the cookie. Oh, smart yeah. move. Oh, and last yes. but not least, um, I do. I don't have the numbers here, but I do use peanut peanut butter. You got me thinking Reese's um, butter flavor Crisco. Okay. Which is super yummy, yep. better than plain Crisco and better than butter. Okay. Oh. And I use four cups of flour roughly and a stick and a third of the Crisco butter. Okay. Okay. And I use about mm, half and half butterscotch chips and Ooh. chocolate chips. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, you are they, doing are, it up. they are an orgasm on a cookie sheet. Oh, well, there you go. I could well, use one of those. <laughs> Sell it, Patty. Right. Um, Patty, question. Thank you, Patty. Do we yeah. do? Am I eliminating the butter altogether, and I just do. doing the butter Crisco? Okay, so I I'm not do. doing a mixture. Got it. Okay. Right. You know what? In fact, I'll send you guys an email 
Yeah. And I'll send you my recipe. Thank okay. you. You got it. Love well, you guys. Love, love you. Wow. Yeah, no, these, Thank you, Patty. Bye. I think we're about to love Patty a lot I know. more. I I'm going to be loving her all I just, here's what I appreciate about Patty. What? She meant business. She did. She was not going to mess around. She was like, this is how you're going to have an orgasm on your cookie sheet. Right. And she also wasn't like, I'm not going to tell you my family secret. I'm going to tell you all the secrets because your happiness matters. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know if anybody wants to follow her. I'm sorry, Jason. Jason on uh, Twitter really quickly said his wife puts vanilla instant pudding mix into the cookies to make them softer and cakier. I don't know. Okay, I'm on the fence on that. I mean, Uh, I will eat them. Oh, I will. I will even judge them. I will. And then I'll eat them again. To make sure that my initial judgment was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, Tammy said she substituted all brown sugar for the half white half okay brown. so okay so bradley i took a deep dive this weekend yeah uh, because i was trying to figure out how to perfect my personal recipe which okay. is the toll house recipe <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> i already mm. tipped my hand on that but anyway i was but i was curious about like what happens when you and a lot of people were saying like if you eliminate some of the brown sugar that does one thing and if you add more flour that does another thing. So, like, if you really are struggling with your cookie recipe, <laughs> just know the internet has got your back. Okay. okay and so right. did, what did you lean on? Well, now I'm leaning on Patty. Oh, I don't gosh. even think anything I learned was half of what Patty just gave I us. Know. Like, that whole business about leaving the cookie sheet out to let them continue to cook. I, and I had never thought about no. not putting them on paper. Oh, that might be why my last batch was so good. Yeah. you got to have a good pan. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But I would see. I would have been concerned that they would get overcooked on the pan. But she apparently has the whole thing yeah. down. We will. Um, I think we need to. You know, she's going to send us an email. Yeah, so. and we will. We'll share it, yeah. you guys. We're yeah. not going to keep that to ourselves. Not in this world. No. Yeah. Well, we I'll make Patty's to bring cookies us together. Exactly. Patty's got the best cookies. All right. We'll <laughs> Wow. The Bradley show. You guys, I finally watched the movie that everybody was watching. Which one? Like months ago. Parasite. Oh, good. Oh, I can't stop thinking about it. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. All right, you guys, I finally got with the program and watched the movie that everybody has seen and was talking about last award season. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And I'm actually glad I waited until this weekend to see it uh, because uh, Parasite was free on Hulu or not free, you know, with your Hulu uh, subscription. Yeah. But we would have, you know, paid money to rent it before. But it, it premiered on Hulu this weekend. And so my husband and I sat down and watched this movie. And OMG. I want to know what you thought. So... For those of you who don't know, this is the movie that won Best Picture. Yes, and it was a big deal. Like, this was history um, because it is a foreign film. Um, It is... Is it written and directed by Bong Joon-ho? I don't know if he wrote it. I believe he did. Okay. should know that. Anyway, he... You know, people might know him from such movies as... And I can only remember one off the top of my head. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Um, which is a wonderful movie with Chris Evans and um, isn't Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swinton. In it? Yeah, it's just that you need to see that movie if you okay. haven't. 
Because, I mean, you, I remember when you saw that movie and you were like, there's nothing like it. It's Do you remember? So, amazing. so here's the weird crossover, and I don't want to take us off track to, to hear fine. what we'll you thought back. about Parasite. But do you remember the weird crossover? So that whole movie, Snowpiercer, was supposed to be released in theaters, and then it wasn't. At the last minute, they right. pulled it and released it digitally. Why? And Well, they had a limited release, I think. Why? Because he ran afoul, Bong Joon-ho, of... Harvey Weinstein. So anyway, Bong Joon-ho had the last laugh because, of course, he won Best Picture this year. Anyway, continue. What did you think of Parasite? This movie that was billed as sort of like a a horror film, like a Korean horror film, scary movie, but not really, right? It's like a psychological... I would call it like a psychological... I wouldn't even say thriller. I would call it a psychological journey. It really is like it's a genre defying film. It is. It's unbelievable. And the thing that you all said, you all who watched it prior to my ability to watch it, everybody said you will think you are watching one thing and then it will turn itself upside down. And then you'll think, you know, what's going on. And then it'll turn itself over again. So did you did you guys like what were the like you don't have to give away things, but like walk me through the experience because part of the fun of this movie for me was the experience of my partner Jamie and I watching it together. And there were a couple moments where we both just looked at each other like what What the bleep is going on? Well, because when it starts, you sort of see this. Um, it really is like a commentary on class systems, right? But you are, you start with this, um, this, you know, uh, not wealthy family living in this basement apartment and they clearly are, you know, trying to make a buck in any way that they can. And they end up like kind of conning a family into hiring each of them separately to be a rich family, to be their staff. And there's some funny moments and you're sort of like going along and you're like, where is this going? But there's enough weird that you're like, something's going on here. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know what it is. And then the thing that happens, you never saw coming. Yeah, it is. Brilliant. And then again at the end. Yep. And then you don't again see at that the end. coming. Exactly. And so what was interesting about it is I didn't know what any of those things were. And, and even though I knew to anticipate something I couldn't see coming, I didn't know what the thing was. And so I really, I, it didn't, it didn't give anything away. Also, I just want to say, I I've heard this from people a lot. I don't like to watch things with subtitles. And I just want to say, there is no reason to be afraid of it. Because you stop even realizing that it's an issue within the first five minutes. You get engrossed in the story. You, it it will not be a hindrance to you. And this story deserves to be told. And it is so fascinating and so good. You will not stop thinking about it for days. Yeah. So I was going to say, I think one of the best parts of this movie is when you leave, then you get to like think through all the stuff and, you know, question like, and, and really, I think the reason that one best picture is because it doesn't matter. Like, because I think a lot of people will do this thing. Look, I get it. They're like, why is this uh, Korean film winning Best Picture? I mm-hmm. mean, you know, unless you're just racist, mm-hmm. okay, um, you can go over there. Yep. But for anybody else who maybe wonders, like, well, why was this film picked Best Picture? Like, what was the motivation? I can tell you it's because it, 
it is literally a universal film. Yeah. Like and anybody said, well, I shouldn't speak for everyone, but I get the sense because I'm not from South Korea, right? right? I don't relate to the specifics in the movie in terms of like their jobs or where they came from or where they live, all of those things, the culture and the language, surely. But like, I totally related to the feelings that mm -hmm. this movie makes you feel and then yep. the, the thoughts that this movie makes you think. And I feel like it's universal. And so even though it was so specific about this one particular place in this one particular moment for these two families, um, it, you know, it's still something completely relatable, or at least to your point, will have you thinking about your own experience. And honestly, I think that now, listen, what we're going through right now is separating the classes in a way that I don't think anything else has or can oh sure and so it's a very timely film oh i didn't think about that yeah You're right. so when you watch it, it it is just very poignant and i cannot encourage people enough it is on hulu right now it's called parasite and get over get over the subtitles it is worth it ah right? uh, you're fine you you're can fine. read calm down you're fine all right when we come back we've got dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why it will. It's for crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Ooh, oftentimes in the state of... Sometimes other places... Like Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh my gosh, y'all. Um, and you know what? I, I just want to name this person, but I think he's representative of some other pet asters. Pet asters? Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, and this would be under the title of Covidiot. Oh, okay. A crazy, stupid Covidiot. As you know, yesterday was Easter. And Easter. Pastor, I don't even know. That's her. cute. <laughs> pastor Tony Spell in Louisiana decided to outward just outright defy the governor's orders to stay home and boasted that he had 1,345 parishioners in attendance at his Easter service. He also uh, held that service online. And even though he was busy telling everybody about the 1,345 people that were inside the the uh, the sanctuary at his big church service, you never actually saw all 1,345 people. However, he says that they were there and they weren't going to let any kind of coronavirus get in their darn way. Okay. Um, this, by the way, is also... I, and I don't know this story. I would have to look. Actually, I'm going to look. Okay. He's a, uh, he is a pastor who said that if his own congregants at his Life Tabernacle Church in Baton Rouge died from uh, COVID-19, he said they would be doing so for God and for freedom. And so they didn't care if they died from COVID-19. Okay. They were going to gather anyway. Okay. So that's dumb, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm com comfortable saying it. 
Mostly because I don't believe that. Right? I don't believe that that's what they think. I believe that they think they're not going to get it. Right. That is the actual reality. And uh, that is dangerous because Mm -hmm. the truth is um, lots of these outbreaks have started because of funerals, for example, Mm -hmm. where people go to a funeral. Rightly, people want to pay respects to loved ones who pass away. Some of them, I'm sure, from coronavirus. Right. But you can't because science. Yeah. I just, I don't have any respect for this right now. Uh, You know, I I am a person who respects people's faith perspectives and their desire to worship in that faith tradition. But in all faith traditions, people are wanting to do it in community. And we can't right now. But can just I just can't. even say, this is not even about faith. No. It's about people wanting to do what they want. Yeah. So whether it's spring breakers in Florida, right? churchgoers in Baton Rouge, um, Baton Louisiana. Rouge Louisiana, or people going uh, to have workouts, or another story that I'm about to tell you, which I will save, this is just people being selfish. This right. is not about people saying I'm because here's the truth. There are people who don't care if well, let me put it this way. There are people who are willing to actually risk their lives for this virus. And those are healthcare workers right. and also grocery workers. There are people who have um made the decision to put themselves at risk because they believe in what they are doing. These people are just being selfish and want to be able to do what they want despite the actual truth. Right. So that's what's frustrating. And I think the other thing that gets really frustrating, and and I've said this off the air, and maybe I've said it on the air, when you decide that you are going to just actively disregard the um, mandates by uh, governors to stay home and keep ourselves and others safe, when you brazenly decide not to do that in a showy manner or at all, frankly, you are literally like insulting. And that is putting it mildly healthcare workers that to your point, Bradley are putting themselves in um, the dangerous situation because of the work that they do. That's an insult. Thank you. Oh gosh. I got to put my soapbox away. Put it away. Get soap. Well, keep it close. Okay. I need to take Am I you. Need to get it out again. I need to take you to the Butte room. The Butte room. The Butte room salon in oh. South Euclid, a suburb of Cleveland. Okay. In this case, Cleveland does not rock. Mm-mm. My story is about the Butte. It's it's Butte with an e uh, accented at the end. So okay. Butte. Butte. I'm going to the Butte room. Well, actually, you might have gone to the Butte room on Wednesday afternoon because there were some people there. Oh, geez. After a phone tip, police showed up at the Butte salon in South Euclid and found two females inside the business. The name of a third woman, a licensed cosmetologist, is also listed on the police report. Now, Why do we think we find ourselves there? Yeah, because people are very upset that they have to not get their hair done during this time of staying home and they need to go get their beauté on. Surprise! In a violation of that state order, this Ohio beauty salon was caught sneaking customers in to have their hair and nails did. Mm -mm. 
in a post on April 6th, uh, a woman claimed that she was no longer booking apartments. 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 Quote, you can't have any apartments. Well, actually, you can have an apartment, mm-hmm. you and yourself. Quote, sorry, but I tried. A few bad apples spoiled the bunch. I'm not about to sneak and risk my health possibly getting fined. But she did anyway. So don't do this. Your nails will be fine. You guys, Your we're all going to look fine. ratty and nasty yeah. when this is all over. Also, ain't nobody looking at you anyway. They all looking at themselves, exactly. checking their own temperatures. This is like the way it is when you go to a fitness class. Yeah. Don't worry about everybody looking at you because they're not because they're looking at themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Well, themselves and then like the two people that actually you want to see naked. But everyone else, no. Oh, is that just me? Sorry. Okay. Thank you for sharing that yeah. internal thought, Bradley. That was special. Beauté. In closing, I do love a beauté. good, a good like twist. Okay, I do a, too. On a business name, and I was just thinking, like, uh, there better be a hair salon in Montana that's called the Beauty Room, and it's butte like B U T T E, yeah. like butt. Yeah, butte e room. I don't know. Somebody hire us to name stuff. I feel like we'd be really good at that. Yeah, I think um, naming businesses that are non-essential in this time. I mean, not right now, maybe, <laughs> but like when this is all over, I don't we know. We got something. Throw 60 bucks my way. I'll give you a great name. <laughs> okay? Well, hey, if this whole noon to three thing doesn't work out, we got our... We'll be namers. We got a job. I did also, when I was young, I wished I had a job at J. Crew Naming Colors. Because the colors in the J. Crew catalog are just really special. I love how you just said J. Crew catalog. Well, like there's still a catalog. As if that's something. Thanks, nineteen. Like anyone under the okay. age of thirty understands. Do you get catalogs at your house still? Um, no. But here's you why. Don't? If we do, it's rare because I have a partner who is the best partner in the world. Oh. I mean, most days I will tell you otherwise, <laughs> and he vice versa. But on this one thing, I will thank my lucky stars for having met a man like this. The minute we get a catalog from something we oh, don't he order, shuts it down. he calls he him calls and shuts it down from the mailbox oh, to it. the oh. telephone. Take me off your list. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I need to hear that right now. That is impressive. <laughs> oh, wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. As a person who has a partner who uh, doesn't do that, maybe who, who, when I first met him in 2014, had copies of the New Yorker from the first Obama administration oh, sitting around. <laughs> OK, <sighs> maybe not the same kind of situation. Yeah, I will say I do love a good catalog, though. I don't know. I give do, me, too. But give that's... Me one of them cheap ones with all the trashy junk Ooh, in there that, you know, know like? is going to break the second. Let's you do get this. It. I'm going to write this down for tomorrow. Okay. We're going to talk trash catalog. What's your favorite trash catalog? Because um, I love me a good like food one, like a Harry and David. <gasps> oh, or yes. Like a, like a figgies or. But you don't get those anymore. No, I Sorry. don't. Sorry. Do they still have the Franklin mint. I don't know. Good question. I don't think that's an essential service right now. I think that sucker shut down. <laughs> They're turning over to mask production or pork. When, when we come back. Or pork masks. That might be a thing, you guys. Somebody get on that. You can eat while you're wearing your mask. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a game. That game is the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.